Spur of the moment. <laughs> had a had a guest pull up on me. Um, Avery's in the building, man. What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, you know, spur of the moment type thing. Definitely spur came of over the for for a transaction of the um, the shoe kind. Just going to get that out there right now. I don't want people thinking it was anything felonious, but yeah. And then right. we just started talking. It's like you know what's going on this mic, man. So for starters, man, I'm gonna need you to make sure you take good care. of of the Rage of Bulls. Oh, uh, yeah. That's yeah. one of them things where uh, I had the original pair. I was living in Lexington then. Had to sneak in the mall. Camped out. I ain't going to say camped out, but it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. Nobody's in the mall. And there's a little side door that you could go through. Uh-huh. I guess the employees go through that door or whatever. And you know how they come through and buff the little floors. Yeah. And all that little dude is like, man, what are you doing in here? And I... I lied. It's like, I'm here for training. (laughs) And I'm sitting right by the gate waiting for them. I think the mall didn't even open up till like 8 o'clock. I was sitting there for like two hours. You said this is a Fed mall, right? The one with the Sears in the middle? Yep. Yeah, I never understood that mall. (laughs) (laughs) And I went to the EKU, man. I went there for several times, but I just never understood that mall. So, uh, Raging Bull Pack dropped $300, and everybody wanted them red suede fives. Now, they was cold. And unfortunately, my stupid ass traded them for some LeBrons. <laughs> and the LeBrons that I traded them for, I ended up selling them, but I got them back. Yeah. But now that that original Raging Bull pack is like a thousand dollars. Well, I do appreciate you. So kicking these off to me. They came back in. They they retro the Raging Bulls. I ordered. I was like, I gotta have them. Gotta have them. And I looked at them. I, mean, I ain't gonna never wear these. I ain't gonna. Never hey, bro, you the you the you the one you the sneaker aficionado, man. I just I appreciate you letting me cop these for you, cause I ain't gonna lie. When it comes to Jordans, I don't got too many pairs, but the tens and the fives, absolute my favorites. Yeah, can't go wrong with those. Yeah, so absolute my favorites. So definitely. But um, come to pick them up. We've been sitting here chopping it up, man. I had fresh off work, work from home, and. Okay. Wish I could work from home. <laughs> <laughs> Just some uh, interesting topics, you know, came up or whatever. And we, you know, talking about the pandemic and, you know, trying to get people back into, you know, working. And it's a struggle, man. Oh, man. It's, it's a struggle right now. And it's like everywhere you go, you see the now hiring. Help wanted. Exactly. And then I read today, I don't know if you saw it, about the Spirit, Spirit Airlines. What happened with Spirit Airlines? Everybody walked out. Like, they didn't have nobody to check bags. They didn't have nobody to, to register people. Nothing like They just had like a national walkout 900, 950 flights were canceled today. From Well, I mean... It is spirit, but I mean, so you, you, to be honest, you can you raise mean, that arm up. Yeah. And it, can you hear me? Um, oh, you here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it will say this, you know, spirit, you know, you, 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 you playing with the fire right there. You, you know, you gambling with your life when you fly that airline, man, because it's, it's wild. 
<laughs> and I, I've seen a lot of videos, and I was like, you know what? Southwest will never do me wrong. I appreciate that. Uh, you will never catch me in that yellow plane. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it's nah, I was it's reading, insane. Like that, that that's scary. Like it was some people that was stuck in Puerto Rico. Yeah, and that's what it's saying right now. And they said Spirit denies it, though. They're denying claims, so of course they're gonna come out and say that. But right. yeah, but then um, like I said, I, I've been reading it all day, and then somebody was like, their flight was supposed to have left yesterday. At like six o'clock, and they was like, you know, there's a delay. It's gonna leave at eight. Eight turned into nine. Nine o'clock, nobody's around, but their bags and stuff was on the plane. Oh wow! So like, pilot, stewardess, everybody's just ghost, and they wouldn't let them get their bags and stuff. So they came back today, this morning. Finally, somebody let them get their bags. They had to get their own bags from off the plane. So they literally physically have to go onto the plane and like up pick, under the. And, and pick yeah. their, and that's dangerous in itself, though. It's like, like how do you let someone who has who is not authorized to even be on uh, the runway go up to a plane and crazy? That's why I was and like, was this in, this was in Puerto Rico, though, though. The part that I was reading was they were in Puerto Rico. Okay, and so they were stuck. My question would be, why would you fly Spirit to Puerto Rico? Man, first place? Hey, like I wouldn't trust girl, the fly. Summer, yeah, man. I wouldn't trust the fly Spirit to Lexington, Kentucky, let alone to Puerto Rico. Like real hot girl shit or something. I don't know, but it's it's like this reading that, and then they was like nine hundred and fifty flights, like. They show some of the pictures from the airports. And I'm talking about not a person in sight, but all these people were just standing there waiting to get checked, uh, check their bags and all that. And I'm just like, dude, like, where are we going as a whole in this country right now? That it's I know that people are basically saying, you know what, we've had enough as a, a labor industry in this whole because it's getting to a point where. You can't even f- find hire people to work for a certain wage. They're getting so much more money just from unemployment. There's no need for them to come back into the workforce. Right. And, well, you can't say that's what that happened with, with Spirit because, obviously, they have been working the entire time. Um, there has to be some other reason behind why 900 flights were canceled. That has to cost the company millions of dollars and not just it's going to cost them millions of dollars in uh, revenue now, but going forward, yeah, who is going hurt. to want to ride on a airline where something like this can potentially happen? Right. It's unpredictable. It's very scary to be stuck in, a, I'm sorry, a foreign country because technically Puerto Rico is a part of the United States, but to be stuck somewhere where, you know, you don't know too many people. You don't right. have too many resources. It's not like you're stuck in Florida or something where you can, you know, possibly catch a, a Greyhound bus or, you know, possibly another flight. Dude, you are stuck. Right. Trust, look, trust me, man. I already know, dude. Um, it's been what? It's been three, three years now. We went to the Dominican Republic. And, you know, of course, I've, I've never been, so I didn't know. But it's like they have two airports. Mm-hmm. And the closest airport to all the resorts and stuff like that is still like a 15 or 20 minute drive. Mm-hmm. But then there's another airport 
that's like an hour or something. We landed at the one that's an hour or something. Oh, wow. Talk about the most scariest shit in the world. We get off. First of all, it's not a big airport like we're accustomed to, nothing like that. Like, this is literally like a little small... I don't even know how to describe it. That's how small it was. So when you get off this plane and you look around, there's no Americans. It's just straight. Straight everything. I'm sitting like, man, what the hell? Luckily, you know, the little person that was there to pick us up had our names on a little sign or whatnot. But then we get in the van with him and we're driving. And next thing I know, it's just all you see is like mopeds and yeah, I mean, what is going on? You're thinking something's about right. to happen because you've seen, you know, a couple movies. Too many movies. Yeah. You and seen Belly? <laughs> <laughs> you seen Belly, how they knock on the side of that car with that pistol? Like, like, real talk. So we're going down this little dirt road, and a lot of the civilians and little huts and stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, we're mixing in with just the regular common people, and we come to a stop because there's so many people just going in and out. Dude puts it in reverse. We're in reverse for like two or three miles. He goes onto the side of oncoming traffic, and we bobbing and weaving until he gets past all the congestion, and then he gets off the road, goes over, and gets back onto the right side. I'm looking at Angelina like, word of, excuse my language, I'm finna cuss, where the fuck you got me at? (laughs) I was terrified, and we had to ride for like an hour. And I'm sitting there like, we don't see no buildings. We don't see no nothing. I'm like, no, nah, he could be kidnapping oh, us, yeah. and I wouldn't even you have no clue. You about to be ransom for all your damn shoes. <laughs> I want all those LeBron sent to me right now. You got 24 hours. <laughs> Put those on there. No, real shit. But, and, and stuff like that does happen. Um, I, I'm going to say that... Uh, you know, I don't know why they would pick you for ransom, nah, but stuff right. like that does happen. And they, in the back of your mind, you're in another country. You don't know anyone. You don't have any resources. That would be in the back of my mind. Is this guy really kidnapping me right nah, now? Like, Especially like, when he started re- doing the reverse. Nah, and he's we was all over the road. I'm talking about driving crazy. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, dude, like, did you know we was finna land at the opposite airport? <laughs> Like, is, did this save us some money landing here? Like, what, like what was what's the, what going was on? The, the price difference? It's just me, her, and this driver okay. that don't speak English, for real. Ah, man. So, so I have no idea where he's taking us. What was the music like? Yeah, we didn't have no music. <laughs> uh, you were just straight, just silence. We just, I'd have been, uh, I'm, I'd have been I'm losing my mind. I'd have been scary because you know your cell phone battery's going dead. <laughs> There's only so much you can do. And once that goes dead, you, ah, man. So I'm, I'm like, nah, so going back to what we was originally talking about, it's like, you know, you're right. You're in a foreign country. You really don't know what's going on. It's like, I don't even want to imagine that. But it's just like, dog, like this this whole pandemic thing, if we're not careful, we're heading right back to where we was. Yeah. Um, I was actually having a conversation with someone. Um, I'm very important to my heart. Uh, and basically, they said, well, you know, you look at these music festivals, for example. These music festivals, for example, are nothing but super spreader events. You know, you see people out here, and I'm talking about there. There's no social distancing. You're talking about your elbow to elbow, standing on top of each other, yeah. screaming, yeah, spitting. Not, there's, there's, there's not a, where are you using the restroom at? I've always wanted to know where are they going to the restrooms at. You know they out there just doing whatever, and it's all these rolling loud, uh, Lollapalooza, Lollapalooza, all that, and it's like 
these are nothing but the one in Vegas is coming up. Yeah, like everywhere, dude. Everywhere, and, and it's like if we're not careful, and you got to think the Delta variant, it is, it's, it's deadlier than just normal COVID. You know, it, it kills faster. It's, it's scary, and for some reason, Americans are still not taking this serious like they should. But you can't even say that because you have your individual freedoms and all right. that stuff. And that's where, here goes my respectfully disagree, because it's like, we just got back from Florida. Mm-hmm. And like I said on the last episode, you know, the trip was already booked. It was already planned. So it ain't like I can just be like, you know what, we're going to cancel. But we're all the way in South Florida. And every time we turn on the news, they're talking about hospitalizations going up, mm-hmm. numbers going up. At that point, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to chill around the resort. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to be mixing and mingling, doing like I'm at that point. I'm uncomfortable because all of last year. I never left the house. I'd have no reason to. Yeah. I wasn't one of them people where, oh, I got to get out. I got to go see civilization. Like, if we're talking about possible life or death, I don't want no parts of that. Exactly. I mean, you got a family you got to take care of and all that right. stuff. And, you know, priorities are going to outweigh any type of leisurely activities that you have to do. And I was the same way. For the most part, I stayed home, you know, right. and unless it was something where – like I had to go to work. I couldn't work from home. My job mm-hmm. doesn't requires me to be on site. But even then, I was in my office 65, 75% of the time when normally I'm on the floor mingling kind of conversations with associates. No, I'm in my office, got my mask on, you know, I'm right. social distance. Right. And, you know, but to oh, that it, point. It's just like the flu. No, it's just, I'm no. like, no. Nah, and and it, it's, it's. That behavior, that that when people say that, it it scares me because there's so many other people out here in this country who believe that, and then they're the same ones who are now begging for that vaccine in these hospitals, but it's too late because they passed that period, and they're of course, right. Man, it was people walking around the the resort with the uh, what's what's up, buddy name Fauci, Fauci, yeah, uh, Doctor Fauci, Fauci, Fauci lied to us, and I'm like. First of all, man, why? Why are you walking around with this T-shirt on, spreading all this nonsense? It's like something that is unknown. They've admitted that this is uncharted waters. You're basically trying to learn as you go. So you're not going to get everything right. But I would take the opinion of somebody that studied this their whole career versus somebody that's reading an article on social media. But it's just like I lost a family member to COVID. I had another family member that went through a traumatic experience where they was in the the on the ventilator mm-hmm. and all that for over 70 something days, had to relearn how to walk, had to do all that stuff. So going through that last year and seeing them and what they went through, that was enough for me to be like, I'm cool. Like even on family functions, a lot uh-huh. of them, I, nah. <laughs> I, yeah, I it was y'all. a lot of times where, you know, if there were family functions, I didn't see pictures well if i did see pictures i didn't see you in them so i kind of figured well you know <laughs> i'm at the crib on the playstation he's, on, he's on the crib playstation probably getting busted in call of duty that's something <laughs> probably getting smacked in 2k but it's like not like like keeping it all the way 100 it's like i'm a bigger dude you start talking about respiratory issues and stuff like that and it's like 
I don't have that that capability of going through something that's mm-hmm. gonna impact my breathing ability and stuff like that. It's like I already got enough stress around my heart now from being overweight. Yeah, I don't want to add that extra pressure to it. That that's that's always been my logic. It's just one of those things in those pre-existing uh, those pre-existing conditions. You know, that's what's uh, people a trigger that people don't understand. Like you know. Yeah, you think you can, you know, 99, what's the, the survival rate? <laughs> they always say it's something. It's 99.9% survival rate, 99.7, 99.5. But it's always the ones with the pre-existing conditions who are, you're seeing the worst, you know. Right. And I'm right there with you. You know, I'm right. a, little, a little overweight. You know, I'm a little pleasantly plump. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I've been hitting this gym, man, you know, trying to get get my, uh, my body back together because, you know, it's hard I, out here. Man, I'm the Al Bundy, dog. Like, <laughs> man, I'm sitting around thinking about old basketball days. It's yeah. like, dog, I can't even play a full game of 21 right now without my knees hurting. Yeah, yeah, you, we're getting to that age, man. man. But we just got to, you know, got to stay, got to stay mobile. Right, stay but, work. but, you know, getting back on topic or yeah. whatever, it's like we're really heading, in my opinion, keep in mind this is my opinion, we're heading down a path of the unknown. And I feel like right now, as a country, we take a lot of shit for granted. Mm-hmm. We just assume that things are going to get right back to where they were. And what made me want to spark up this mic was you said, I I don't think we're ever going to get back to that. So kind of elaborate on why you, you feel that way. All right. So America, superpower. We have been known as the country that leads first, first in innovation. And, you know, we're, we tell ourselves we're number one in everything. Now, we know obviously that's not true. <laughs> um, but, you know, how we portray ourselves to the rest of the world is we're the leader. You know, we are the leaders out here. And right now, how we're acting, if we do not make serious life-altering changes, behavior changes, we're going to lose a lot of our population sooner than later because at some point this variant is going to get even dead. These things mutate. Right. And, you know, it's mutating faster than the vaccine itself can, you know, catch up. And People are now who have been vaccinated are getting sick. And right, it's only a matter of time before I don't want to say this, but I believe that more likely we're going to shut down again. If we shut down again, that's going to impact our economy. And if it impacts our economy sooner or later, one of these other countries are going to take control. For example, China. I mean, right? Look, they're they're our budding superpower, and. It, it's scary to think that we won't have the same, uh, I guess, I won't call it foothold because I don't think that's the right word, but the same standing in our minds because right. just we're not leading by example. We're not making the right decisions as a country. You know what? That's that's the key right there. And I ain't gonna, I ain't going to drag politics into mm-hmm. this, but based on the last four years, the rest of the world was able to look at us as a circus act on full display mm-hmm. for everybody to see. 
Nobody's going to take us serious. And we, we open up this episode talking about sneakers. And like I told you, like, you know, I read where Nike had to shut down two of their overseas uh, factories or manufacturers, whatever you want to call them, sweatshops, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them, due to COVID conditions and stuff over there. Then you add in the fact that they're having issues with getting the merchandise from over there to over here without passing the right inspections and, you know, handling they stop the cargo customs and stuff, and like, stuff that. like that. So it's like Nike already announced that heading into 2022 that there's going to be a shortage on their merchandise. Mm-hmm. So a company as big as Nike is starting to feel the impacts of that then what's going to happen to the companies that's smaller than Nike? Exactly. But there's even companies that's just as big as Nike or even bigger that are already feeling the impact. And you're feeling it here locally. Ford. Ford has been shutting down because their new cars are not getting those chips. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but if you go to, like, Jefferson Mall, for example. Jefferson Mall, they have... uh, gated courted off whole areas where you see nothing but new vehicles new trucks new I SUVs. Didn't know that. i ain't been in jamie yeah. so long yeah i mean i live literally around the corner for i see it all the time where there was a company i believe in china it was just one company who was providing these chips for these new cars well because of COVID, this company basically had to shut down and now all these cars these trucks that have been built do not have these chips. You're they're Ford right there at the plant mm-hmm. on Fern Valley. They've shut down multiple times. People are being sent home saying, you know, you can return to work when we open back up. So now I did know that. Yeah. And but that was the reason behind it. It's because, you know, where's the work? Can't do right. work without the chips from the from China. Right. And, and yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. The, the domino effect, one little situation, one little company is shutting down this international, this Fortune 500 conglomerate that is forward, you know. Right. But see, and, and honestly, in my opinion, and that's why I'm saying like and I, I've said this, you know, me and my wife, we have a lot of deep conversations sometimes, but I feel like the rest of the world has their blinders up and they're not paying attention to little small situations like that. And I'm saying that if you, if you think long-term think big picture, if we don't get a grasp on this virus and how things are going, then we're heading down a path where a lot of these major places and a lot of things where we get our resources and some of this luxurious stuff that we take for granted once those things start going away, then what? It's We're, going to get extremely, extremely crazy and dangerous. Um, there's a movie that uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I think you should check it out. It's called Contagion. Um, I've seen a few people talk about yeah, it, but I haven't watched it. You should check that out. I know what out. you're talking about, though. Yeah, you should check that out. And it basically shows how uh, a virus like this, it's not... That's virus, not COVID-19, but it's something like this, how it affects um, the world as a whole. And it shows from several different viewpoints. You have the viewpoints from the WHO. You have viewpoints from the CDC, how people uh, you have the viewpoints from just your your reporter 
who's trying to get that inside scoop. Um, you have viewpoints from just your normal, average, everyday father who's trying to protect their family. You definitely should check that out because we're seeing it's not mirroring mirroring the exact same things that's going on in the movie. But I have seen some similarities. Right. Some similarities to that. Right. And it all it takes is for a huge outbreak and when these major cities for that to really happen. But that's the thing, because I'm like, you know, we're sitting in Florida and I saw where the governor down there makes an announcement saying that they're not going to go on lockdown. He actually put in an executive mm-hmm. order that told schools that they can't in, in, in he will withhold funding if he if they have any type of mass mandate. Mass mandate. And I never understood why would you even say something like that? Why would you endanger your own population? Because you're trying to get over, and well, you're trying to uh, uh, beat libs. Because that's, <laughs> that's what, what I'm the, saying. You know, like you it, done made it a political thing. exactly, and it's saving lives. This should not be something that should be politicized. This should right. be something that both sides of the political aisle should be coming together. This should be no issue. There should be. This is what we're going to do as a country. And right. honestly, I think these last, like you said, these last four years. The divide has never been bigger than it is now. <laughs> and we're, you know, we're experiencing the effect of that through um, the policies and how uh, these different states are handling the pandemic. Texas. It, Texas is one of them, too. Uh, what is what is her name? I want to say it's South Dakota. Uh, Christy Neom. Neom. I don't even know how to say that bitch's name. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, it's like, well, if she hears it, okay, my bad, bitch. But uh, you know, she's another one who basically says, you know, she's not going to, um, you know, enact any more mass mandates. You're not set, shutting down her state, yada yada yada. And one of her states was had the highest rate of infection. And it's like a lot of these red states. Let's go ahead and call it how we see it. Uh, these red states are where where you seeing the higher case, the higher infections, the higher deaths. And it's like, why doesn't I'm gonna say, yeah, why doesn't the federal government just come in and say, you know what, the states, you, you're clearly not making the right decisions. decisions. That's in the best so we need to of, go ahead and, but you can't. But that's what I'm saying. It's like that's, you know, like we've been so brainwashed to you're either left or right. Yeah. And. You know, here in Kentucky, you know, schools getting ready to start back. And we had that conversation. I'm like, man, I ain't finna keep going, buying all these school supplies. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they're going to be working locked for, down. Yeah. And, um, you know, they have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. But I've seen people on my friends list that I've went to school with. And they're like, we're going to boycott. We're going to stand out in front of school. My kids shouldn't have to wear a mask. And I'm going to make sure they don't. I'm like, if somebody's trying to protect your child, not even just the child is like if somebody comes to school and they have it, your kid can spread it to you at home. Exactly. Or your parents, your grandparents, like how hard is that for you to, to grasp that concept? It ain't just for punishing your kids in school for seven or eight hours a day. I'm pretty sure they're going to allow them to have little breaks, mm-hmm. you know, here, go stand wherever, take them off for a while. As long as you're able to social distance, go ahead, take your mask off for a few minutes. You got to eat lunch. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean. But it's just like, you know, people are so selfish and stuck in their ways to where it's like you don't even realize that your temporary satisfaction 
can result in long term suffering. Exactly. And that's just that's just how I view it. I'm just like to read some of these posts. Sometimes I just sit back and laugh at it because I'm just like, you know what? I'll be in my little dungeon down here working. I ain't got to worry about none of that shit. And I understand as an American, we have, you know, the freedoms that we have. But at the same time, I really, I don't say I really wish, but if they decide to mandate, talk about the entire country mandate, you have to have a COVID vaccine. I wouldn't be against that. That's just me. And that's just because I feel that this is the best option at this time to get the pandemic in order. There's so many people who's going to disagree with me, and that's completely fine. Your opinion on that. I think me as a person, um, having all these different nurses and, and you know in my family and just listen to the stories they've told me, looking at the stories I've seen on Twitter and Facebook, how so many people who are on their deathbeds who have wished they took the vaccine right. sooner. You know, right. I think that, and now they're getting ready to, uh, there's certain areas where they're like restaurants in New York city. I don't know if you read this, but restaurants in New York city are now saying they you can gotta mandate. Show, you got to show, proof. you got to show me, you got to show a vaccine card before you can come into our, our, our establishment. Right. So, you know what? I'm gonna hold you right there. Hold on. Yeah. So with that, you know, I, I don't know if you listened to the last episode or not, but I explained on there where I had opposed to getting the vaccine at first. Mm-hmm. I was one of them people was like, I felt like it was just too soon. Like they're just throwing stuff together as a experiment, trying to figure it out. They don't know how efficient it is mm-hmm. or whatever. But I knew that my wife and kids want to go on vacation. Eventually we mm-hmm. had been talking about it because we didn't get to go last year, of course. And at that point in time, I thought that in order to get on a plane, you either had to show your vaccination card or show a negative test and all that. And I'm like, so I ain't trying to go through getting nose swabs and all that just so I can get on a plane. So I was like, bump it. I'll get the vaccine. They didn't even check for it. Yeah. And And that's why I'm like, you know, to me at this point, it's like they're so focused on trying to get the economy back to where they want it, to where they're like, you know what? If the people don't care about their own well-being, then why should we? Yeah. As long as they're going to bring us this money to mm-hmm. get on these flights and go wherever they want to go, then so be it. Concerts, go do whatever you, you want to do. It. You see it. I mean, you there's Lollapalooza, Rolling Loud. These places are sold out. And these concert promoters and and, and these and these artists are making money off this. Right. And, and, and they know. They know that this is probably not the best time to do this. But they feel like, well, if I'm safe. I'm socially distant on the stage. Right. You're down there. We're, I'm going to get my money. Since you want to go ahead and give it to me, I'm going to take it. But going back to what you were saying, though, it's like, you know, having family members that are in the healthcare industry, we don't even care about them. It's I'm going to go out here and party, mm-hmm. do whatever I got to do. But then if I get sick, you better do everything you got to get me well. Exactly. You and know, if you don't, you're not doing your job. You're not. It's like, man, how much pressure are we putting on them? Exactly. I mean, it, it's crazy. Like, I know for a fact, you know, I couldn't see my mother for the longest just because, you know, I wasn't vaccinated. And she was. So there will be times. And this is when I used to live with my mother because, you know, I got my own place and everything. I used to live with my mother. 
Don't be laughing at me, y'all. People go through shit. <laughs> Look, yeah, you should have been on some of them uh, episodes when we was talking about the men and the women and dating and stuff. I was I remember I was at that actual original conversation. Now I was at the original conversation, but yeah, it was one of those things where you know uh, when I was living with her, um, we she worked nights, I worked days anyway, so we really didn't see each other, mm-hmm. but. When it was, you know, when it was time I wanted to, I couldn't because, you know, at the time I wasn't vaccinated. They wasn't offering vaccinations to me, to my uh, age limit. Mm-hmm. She works in the uh, healthcare. She's a nurse. She has to be vaccinated. She's working on the COVID floor. When she comes home, she was, you know, sanitizing her clothes and everything. She's putting everything in bags. I couldn't even say hello to my mother by the face. I had to text her, FaceTime, things like that. Stuff like that. And that was what it was. It was hard. Um, and so for me to see people just, you know, even today, just go out, not, you know, take not, it off for granted. Yeah. They, they're taking just the, the smallest things, you know, because all this can be gone, you know, right. and you can end up in that hospital on a ventilator wishing you had that vaccine and it's too late. And now you're playing. It's 50 50. You're you right. That's, that's what I'm telling you, dude. I was like, I'm not laughing. You know what I'm saying? I'm not making light of the situation. And like you said, you know, you couldn't interact with your mother. Mm-hmm. And y'all were in the same household. Exactly. But during that whole entire period, my mother was fighting cancer. Mm-hmm. My brother lives in Texas. He flies all the way into Kentucky, and they tell him that he can't go up. Only one person can go up, and it has to be the same person the entire time. So only I could go up to see her. And I'm like, until you're faced with that reality, nobody's going to, well, out of sight, out of mind type thing. And I'm like, that's what's wrong with the entire country. And, yes, I'm putting everybody in this box because we're so selfish to where – Oh, I want to go to the beach. I want to mm-hmm. go here. I want to go there. Not realizing that if we're just patient and listen to the experts or whatever you want to call them and just take their advice, eventually we'll get back to that with no worries. Exactly. Uh, what is this? Uh, there's a quote I get from, I don't know if you watch X-Men cartoons. Hell yeah. <laughs> you on, have X-Men man. cartoons. So uh, it was Cable. Cable's in the year 3099, <laughs> and, you know, uh, he's fighting the apocalypse, and, and I see these, like, these tornadoes, and actually, the time is shifting, and he's trying to figure out how can he stop this time from losing, and he's basically saying, for your time to exist, you got to allow the plague that happened back in, yeah. in you know, in the 1999s to exist. It's got to take place. And what what they said was, a quote he says, is, is the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and people do not understand that you know the greater good is always going to outweigh your personal you know satisfaction you know we have to think about not just us but everyone in our community and right now as americans hell as a world we're not doing that we're selfish i am you are to we all are to a certain extent we're selfish where, you know, we always worry about the needs of our own selves and we don't put anyone above us. And that's why we're in the position we're in right now. And that's dope that you say that, because that's actually one of the other conversations that we're planning to have this week. But we're going to talk about it in terms of 
basketball and sports and how mm-hmm. college kids can now get paid off of their likeness and all of that. And I want to talk about the long-term possibilities of that decision because now, you know, we're reading articles about kids foregoing their senior year of high school so they can preserve them themselves mm-hmm. so they can get paid in college. And you got kids now, like, I'm like, it's going to snowball to the point to where now you're going to have to start paying high school kids. Exactly. But, high school goes to middle school. And, you right. know, this is going to be a whole tile farm system. Start right. from elementary and build them on up. There's- but my overall take is similar to what you're just saying. I'm like, dog, we're, we're training our kids to be so focused on the money to where you throw out the whole core principles of being a part of a team. Mm-hmm. I was like, sports – goes well beyond competing or winning and losing. I was like, there's a lot of life lessons that can be, you know, you can take away from just being a part of an organized team. Exactly. That's leadership roles and that's stuff that that you have to use in everyday life, how to coexist and get along with people. I may not like you, but in order for us to coexist and for the betterment of the team, we have to get along. Exactly. Problem solving skills, things right. like that. You know, conflict resolution skills. Because sometimes you be on the team and you and your teammate ain't going at it rightly. So how do you handle that? And right. that's the same way how it is in the business, in the office, you know. You guys are a team. You know, uh yeah, what I work for, they are my employees, but I, they're my team, you know. You know, we're teammates. Right. And, you know, I don't put myself above anybody in there. You know Your I'm, success is a reflection of their success. Exactly. And if you know, if if they fail, I fail. You know, if I succeed, they succeed. We're all together Facts. in this. And that's this. that's why, you know, we all like I said, this episode that we're doing right now is so spur of the moment, it wasn't playing. We're all going on the fly. We don't have no notes, no nothing. No, we're just talking. No. <laughs> and that's why I enjoy it. Because I've told people, like, to me, this is this is therapy. Like, it's like conversation. I'll have a, a interesting conversation with anybody. We don't have to agree or disagree on everything. It's just we're talking. But we've been going back and forth for the last couple of days about this whole sports thing and where everybody's just looking at this as the means to succeed. I was like, dude, we have to stop training our kids to believe that sports is the only outlet. Exactly. That's the only way you're going to get out or whatever <laughs> is you're going to, you're going to become this professional. I hate Cause it. that's, you know, you and me, we don't, you know, we don't play in the NFL or NBA or MLB in my thing. Cause you know, you right. boy used to play, but <laughs> I would say that me and you are both successful in our own rights. You know, right. you're successful at what you do. I'm pretty successful. Not wood here, what I do, but you—that's not the only way out. But people believe either you're going to be a famous basketball player, you're going to be um, the next Jay Z, you're going to be the next Beyonce. And I've seen how you were throwing shots at Beyonce. No, nah, you know what? That is not throwing the- no shot. <laughs> nah, I told y'all, bro. I was like, so many things happened while I was on vacation that I wanted to talk about. There's no way Rolling Stone comes out and says that Formation is the best video of all time. Impossible. That, that's not throwing shot. That's, you know what? I'll go to war with anybody. That's, this that is wants the hill to, you're going to die on? Nah, this is the hill you're going to die on? I, I, I agree with you, though. First of all, and you, you know what? We all the way sidetracked. After this, oh, yeah. we'll shut it down oh, or yeah. whatever. But Michael Jackson is responsible for some of the greatest videos ever. Mm-hmm. And 
the Thriller video, Smooth Criminal, mm-hmm. the the long version of Bad. Mm-hmm. Like man, we man, these are almost movies. Re- remember man. the time Janet Jackson? Uh, was that Janet Jackson or Michael Jackson song Scream? That was Janet. I think that, was, that was both. Whoever, whoever, like you know, what I'm saying? we're talking scream. about one of the most expensive videos for that time period. He did a song called Earth Song, and it's on my phone right now. That's my favorite. So it's <laughs> like I'm like I'm like, dude, like like, what are we? And that was a it was a what video. What are we talking about right now? Dude? And they said formation. They, don't get me wrong, Beehive. Don't 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 come at me because you, you know, know I know what? how y'all get. Because I can really say, you know what? I got some Kanye videos that I like. <laughs> 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 Are you serious? <laughs> I got some Kanye videos, you know, that I might think that's better. Now, if they would have said single ladies, because I, I like the single ladies track. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? That That's going to be another episode in its own self. Oh, yeah. Top yeah. 10 greatest videos of all time. I'm throwing a lie about whoever want to get on it. If you want to come back and oh, do yeah. it, oh, yeah. we Just can do it. Because you know where I'm going to go. I got, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got ten yay videos. I'm gonna say, nah, I gonna do all that. Uh, Michael Jackson literally could have all five of the best five videos ever, ever. And you know what that is? It's, it's a lot of it is just based on you know because Beyonce literally just came out with not literally, but you know, it's they're biased because it just happened recently. You know, it, not only did it just happen recently, it has the whole you know social injustice tie into it and I get it. I get it. But the formation video is only like four minutes long. Michael Jackson got videos that's fifteen minutes long. Like yeah, I mean, do you not understand the choreography, the work, the you no. We're not I'm yeah, not they're not they're not gonna that. do they've done so many I've never seen I've seen it was in I think I want to say in China. In China there is a prison and they did the entire choreography for Thriller. You would never see that with any Beyonce. So, yeah. like, so, it, so, that's so. Our, like, dog, and that's you know what, and then we can leave it at that. That is what's wrong with today's society as a whole. Like, we're so quick to try to crown people or make them better than this person or that person. If that's the case, don't compare anybody to nobody. Beyonce's Beyonce. This is her thing. She made a great video. It had a powerful movement. Good job. Kudos to her. But when you start saying of all time, you really have to understand the amount of people who have lived. And you got to realize that, yeah, Beyonce is one of the greats, but the greatest. <laughs> first of all, you got Michael Jackson. And first of all, ah, here you I go. Disagree. <laughs> she ain't one of the damn greats. And I said it. I said it. She's Look, not. I just want you guys to know right now, I respectfully disagree <laughs> with his statement. Uh, Beehive, do not come at me. I appreciate everything y'all done, even though I think Kelly is uh, Kelly's better. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There you go. You, done, I, I, you I, said I, it I, without Kelly saying look, it. Kelly looks better. Kelly you looks said better. it without saying it. Yeah. But at, but at the end of the day, like I said, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But it's like we're talking about a time period where that's the only way that they could market their upcoming music was by creating a dope video and having that hit single stay on mm-hmm. video soul and you don't even you don't even have that anymore. I mean they don't make videos and stuff, but it's not the same. They go straight to YouTube yeah, so unless you're not a the same fan. Because it used to be where when we were growing up you had DRL, you had 
106 in part, you had anything on MTV that had a video that's playing. That's what I'm going to say. I'm old, dog. The MTV rap. Uh, yeah, the, yo MTV yeah, rap. So like, come like, on, man. And they actually had videos, and they were amazing. Now you have... Um, Freestyles. And, That's what I'm saying. It's like now, and, and man, ciphers. And people recording like videos with their cell phones now. Yeah, it's just man. not the same, man. You and know? it just goes straight to YouTube. And unless you're a diehard fan of this artist, you're not half of these videos it. you're never going to see. Yeah. It, so to to come out with the of all time. To be honest with you, I never even seen the formation video. Today was my first day looking at it. I put I've that seen, on my kids. I've seen Thriller maybe a hundred times. That's, that's what just I'm because saying. it's one of the greatest videos ever. They've played it. They've made, they used to have a special showing how they yeah, made it. They've made parodies of right. this from different from Family Guy to all these other shows in the years have done something where they've had Michael Jackson, they've had Thriller or Billy Jean or right. Black or White or any of those. Bro, you don't you won't I'm not saying Beyonce will never reach that, but at this time, you can't put her in that same category. No. At all. Guess no. what? Guess what? The make them say um video is better than formation. I said it. I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I look, I can't even I'll be honest, because I I was literally listening to Ghetto D this morning going into work. You know, so you know, when you ride into work, you wanna listen to your, your you know, your drug dealing music and stuff, you know. I got my coffee in my hand, you know. Mr. Ice Cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make them say um is better than formation. There's Give a, me the basketball and the tank rolling out on got, the court. You got Shaq in there. Right. <laughs> She's sitting out in the middle of the water on a police car and all man, you can say that. Was that the video where she has the bat in her hand and she's walking down the street? Was that was Yeah. That, that was it? That's yeah. that's what they're saying is the greatest video. Greatest video, video of all is time. Is she walking down with the bat? No. Greatest video of all time. Well, I blame Jay Z for that. That's crazy. So real quick before we get off here, okay. man, my brother actually asked me this question earlier today and he raised an interesting point and we was talking about sports or whatever and I know you played sports, you baseball, and we were talking about um, did your coaches talk to y'all about the proper uh, nutrients and hydration and stuff like that while you were playing? So <laughs> I'm pretty sure my coach won't hear this, but I went to Valley, bro. So Valley High School, if you if you guys know about that, we didn't have the best of of programs we didn't have the best of trainers and no we did we water we didn't we didn't have that you okay. know we it was just water. so the reason why we were having that conversation is because you know quite naturally i mean you one of the ones that laugh at us for being from a small area that and stuff true. like that, that too is true but it was like were we at such a disadvantage to where you know we already knew we didn't have the training facilities the weight rooms and stuff like that we didn't have the the most modern things that would keep us in the best shape if you didn't do, do it on your own then you didn't have it none of mm -hmm. our coaches you know pushed us to you know you got to hit this way you got to hit that but my brother was real good in basketball and they got all the way to um regional tournaments and stuff like that and quite naturally the semifinal game was that morning and then they turn around and play the final that night. But my brother started cramping up real bad. And he was talking about how, like, after they won the semifinal game, nobody told them to, you know, make sure y'all go home or go back to the room, hydrate, yeah. rest up, bananas, whatever you want to call it. You know, he's a young kid, high school. 
they out trying to find girls, do all this and that kind of stuff. And then when the championship game comes later that night, he cramped up so bad to where he couldn't even get out there. He was just, he was, you know. So, you know, we was like, you know, compared to some of the bigger cities who have the better resources and things like that, did they teach the student athletes about how to hydrate and how to rest properly and the right things to eat and how to, you know, care for your body? My school did and that's just because, you know, I went to, you know, Valley. Valley's not one of those those high-end schools. Now, my brother went to Ballard. They had a whole weight program. Um, they discussed things like rest and, you know, eating properly and things like that. So whatever I did, I got from him. You know, gotcha. so I knew I knew what I needed to do. Like, you know, plus my mom, she was in the healthcare industry. So I knew if something happened, she would be able to, you know, diagnose you, catch cramps. You need potassium, get you some bananas in your system. Right. You know, things like that. So I knew that coming in where I didn't need that from my coach. Right. You know, we worked out, we lifted weights, but it was nothing like you would see at these schools like Trinity and St. X. The way they, they do have, now, man. Yeah, it, well, the way they do now, and it's, it's, they're dedicated. Like Valley right now, Valley has a, the, the brand new gym, um, weight room, all that stuff. They're, they are miles. They've come a long way from they were back in from 2002, 2006 when I went there. Right. But, yeah, it, it, it's like you said, this, these bigger cities do have that, for the most part, that advantage right. that you wouldn't see in these smaller counties back then. Now, I can't we can't say the same because a lot of people are now more um, educated right. on, you know, taking care of your body and things right. like that. And, you know, those smaller counties where they don't really have too much to do and athletics is, you know, their number one thing. That's what they're dedicated to. So they're going to do everything in their power to make right. sure that their players are, you know. On top of it. Right? On everything. That's why I said I know it was a random question, but we had literally just talked about it. And like I said, you know, a lot of people don't realize, and we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but it's like being on an organized team is not the same as just grounding up the fellas and going to the mm-hmm. park. Nobody's going to pay me to think that – they're remotely close because it's not. Oh no! And oh, no. it's a different. And it's, it's. Don't get me wrong. I love going to the park playing with my homeboys. You know, but you're on a team. You're wearing a jersey. You know, you're representing not just yourself but your school. There's pride behind that. You know, right. you want to do everything in your power to make sure that you don't let not just yourself and your teammates, but your school down. It's not the same as you know just going to the park and hooping. You know, with your boys and things like that. And that's just. Exactly. So for anybody that comes on here, you know, I'm going to ask that question to, you know, different people that went to different schools and stuff just to see what they had to go through. But that was an interesting question because I was just like, and I told him, you know, I'm going to throw shots at you, big bro, because for me, I was on the team at an early age and I actually got to play. So I knew my body by the time I became 15, 16. So once I'm getting tired, I know, hey, go hydrate, mm-hmm. go do this, do that. Kevin was a late bloomer. He didn't get the experience of being out on the court per se. For whatever reason, Kevin was, just became a freak of nature, jump out the gym and all that. So he didn't actually start playing till his like junior, senior year. And at that point, you know. So if you didn't know your body, you didn't know how far you could go before you start locking up and getting tight and stuff like that, then 
I don't know if you can blame that on your coaching staff or whatever. Yes, it's important for them to put that in you, but it's like you should know yourself by now. Was it the jungle juice? I know y'all got that. <laughs> I know y'all got that out there and, and that good old Clinton. Good old. Look, what you're not gonna do is talk about jungle juice. Bro. I'm a bad man. I'm just saying, you know. I told you, y'all, I'm from these streets, man. Jungle you, juice is every ask, hood kid's dream. If you say so, man. If you say so, it's better than Sunny D, though. See, yes, I'm to see y'all them privileged people. Hold on, bro. We, I just said it's better than Sunny D. I didn't. But, I didn't but ju- we wasn't even gonna touch Sunny D because we knew that was that. Nah, I need uh, that purple stuff. <laughs> What was that other joint called? Topico? Yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tang? Nah. Yeah, the shit that's going to give you cavities we all drunk, through your if, mouth. If anything, we drunk Kool-Aid, and then we had the little court, corner store, little pops. Little 25-cent pop. You know, it didn't matter. You know, we, we didn't have jungle juice. Right. That was something that look, you guys got look, in, in, in... What the, was the name of y'all 25-cent pop? You mean the same things now? Tahitian treat? Go Sprite? Nah, yeah, see, bro. Nope, yeah, nope, look, bro. Check this out. Uh, I'm Any, sorry that you lived. Look, I'm sorry you didn't look, have access to brand names bro, growing up, Mr. Fizz. Mr. Fizz. That, Mr. Fizz was our 25 cents. Mr. So Fizz. Swear. Was he in B2K? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fizz was that his dad? Come on, man. I'm sorry that you guys had a a, a rough upbringing when it came to your products, nah. Doctor Thunder. Nah, <laughs> I done told y'all, man. I'm from these streets, man. I can tell. I can I'm see from these streets. I can that's that's the struggle. You gotta go get a Mr. Fizz. All right, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go drive. I gotta drive all the way down to Clinton to get that. I mean, you can look at it. I done seen that in other places. Ah, okay. I think about. I'm it. at the research. <laughs> I Mr. think Fizz. about it just just look, because. Anybody I don't know. that listens to this, y'all make sure y'all tag me or comment and let me know if y'all done ever heard of Mr. Fizz. Mr. Fizz. That's yeah. Yeah, you might twenty five your- cent in a can, fifty cent for a twenty ounce. Yeah, back then. It, yeah, that sounds yeah. about right because. I'm just telling you right now, when it comes to sodas, and I know I know you want to get off here because I got to get off here too in a few, but I do want to get this off my chest. When it comes to sodas, the greatest soda of all time is always going to be strawberry soda. And it's Hell no. Nah. I don't want to hear that. Oh man. oh, man. Strawberry soda from Fanta. A Fanta strawberry soda right now is, is, is amazing. Fan, first of all, Fanta didn't even exist. Back then. Nah, no, I'm nah. not talking, I'm talking about right now. No, nah, even now, bro. Even if, if now. If you don't say, stra- you can say strawberry crush. No, no, crush strawberry. no, no, Anything no, cr- crush strawberry, no. grape, grape crush. Fanta, Fanta, Fanta. I want the Fanta. <laughs> Fanta, orange. Uh, yeah. Hold on, it was orange, purple, because we're not going to sit here and call it grape, because you ain't a damn grape in there. <laughs> ain't no grapes in there. Purple, orange. And red, let's call it red. Is is it's the holy trinity? Hell no! You, you know what? That. You you got to come back. Top, oh, yeah, top ten sodas absolutely. of all time. Because we, uh, uh, we still got to do what what eat. We still got to do chicken part part two part three. <laughs> Raising Cane's still the goat. So, all right, man. So we, I guess. Like I said, man. Look, top ten sodas. That's all definitely right. got to happen. I bet. But I, hey, man. Um, Thanks for having me on here. I really do appreciate it. I know we'll spur the moment. We just come here. I came here to buy some shoes, and we started talking about the, the pandemic. The pandemic, because it's important, man. It's like yeah. that. We we literally heading right back to where we was, and obviously we haven't learned anything ah, from it nah. the first time. And it's, it's like, going to be 2020 part two. I done seen so many memes where people's like, well, you know what? If we lock down this time, I'm definitely choosing unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so like, I was like, man, I'm just trying to get another stimmy. Man, like, so we, we heading down a path where it's like nobody wants to work unless they're compensated mm-hmm. properly. And exactly. that's, a, that's a good thing. 
That's a good thing about it. And you know what's crazy? I think that when we were talking, that's what we were originally supposed to have this about. We were supposed to talk about it. And we just went off on a tangent to talk about the pandemic and things like that. But at the end of the day, um, yeah, people want to be paid a normal wage, a a, a livable wage. Right. And this right here shows you that it's like without some form of assistance, people are barely able to stay afloat. Exactly. So... Definitely good conversation, oh, man. Yeah. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, we out. Ass toasted, no competition. Amisha toasted. Yeah, I feel so high. I feel so live. My body's in the twine. Amisha toasted. I feel so live, and I know why that I can't deny. Amisha toasted. Goody fine wine, fools mock liquor. Wish me. I'm 